And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Here we are again. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And now we are going to talk about, Ann, mm-hmm. a film called Miss Pettigrew Lives for a Day. Yes. This possibly is the worst title I've heard all year, and I've heard some bad ones already. It's mm-hmm. only March. Anyway, this one is directed by a man named Bharat Naluri. That is an Indian name. Yeah. I'm not aware of him. I think he's a television director. Very possible. This is from a novel mm-hmm. that was written in 1938, and nobody has made this movie for 70 years. Yeah, good reason. Well, let's see. <laughs> it stars Frances McDormand as Miss Guinevere Pettigrew, who is a middle-aged London governess who is unfairly fired. She's out on the street. She has no money. She can't get food. She has no place to live. She's in very, very bad shape. And she maneuvers getting herself into the home of a glamorous American actress and singer named Delicia LaFosse, played by Amy Adams. Mm -hmm. So these two women are the star of this picture. They are both actresses that I am very, very fond of. Me too. I don't love her in this. Well, I want to say Miss Pettigrew, for me, was like one of those shell companies where there's no business going on. This is a shell movie (laughs) where there's no business going on on the screen. This is a tiresome piece of froth. I thought I would go out of my mind about 15 minutes into the film. It really was tiresome. And I think the main problem with the film was the casting of this picture. I agree with that. I am a huge fan of of Amy Adams. I thought she was delicious and adorable in the movie Enchanted. In this movie, she is essentially playing the same tone of a character. Not the same person, but the same kind of person in that she is fluffy. She's a flibberty gibbet. She's a little bit vapid. She's a little bit vacuous. The movie is set in the late 30s, so she tries to play it like Carol Lombard would have played this role back in the late 30s or 40s. As much as I love her, Anne, Mm -hmm. she ain't no Carol Lombard. Not really in this movie. And I think her manner which at first are kind of perky and interesting, then become distracting and annoying and really sabotage her character. The other problem with the movie is Frances McDormand, who, by the way, does a wonderful job, and I don't want to sell her short, playing British. Her accent is perfect. She looks right. She's kind of a down-and-out Mary Poppins. However, she is supposed to be a governess slash social secretary of a certain age. And then she's supposed to undergo this gigantic makeover that's going to make her as glamorous as she possibly can be. And I don't think that that worked in this movie. I don't think she was transformed to a Cinderella kind of image. And I don't think that that really helped the plot line. Well, the plot line is that Delicia LaFosse is juggling affairs with three different men. Mm-hmm. There is a very, very wealthy son of a producer, and she wants to get the role in the new musical. There's a very sleazy and kind of abusive nightclub owner mm-hmm. who owns this gorgeous flat in which he has 
installed her. Right. And kind of a schlump of a piano player who backs her up when she sings. That is played by Lee Pace. I'm not aware of him either. And Miss Pettigrew comes in, sees what a shambles this young girl's life is in, and proceeds to yes, straighten her or out. or tries to. That's right. That's the story of the film. And of course, in the meantime, Miss Pettigrew finds a love of her own. His name is Joe. He's played by Chiron Hines. We saw Chiron Hines in There Will Be Blood. Mm-hmm. He's a very stunning-looking, powerful, tall, handsome man, Mm -hmm. and we can't figure out the attraction there. Yeah, that particular beat in the movie is really a false note. It just doesn't work. The problem with the movie, and it's a big one, is that this is supposed to be a Noel Coward-like movie. Oh, definitely. But unfortunately, there is no wit. There was not one, and I repeat, not one really funny line that made you even giggle or grin or smile. So when you have a lot of characters so busy at trying to be witty and funny and charming and nothing about the movie is that, then the movie is going to fall flat like old champagne. It really doesn't work. And I was really sorry about it because this is the kind of movie, Les, that you and I would love to love. I mean, this is a period in time that's fun to revisit. But unfortunately, I thought that it was a dud. Okay. I don't think it's completely a dud, but I don't think it's very good either. And for that reason, I'm giving it a yellow light because somebody, some director, some writers, and some actors could have taken the same story and made it not great, but charming. Well, you know, I think it unfortunately comes off as a mediocre drawing room comedy played by high school amateurs. I mean, that's really what happens in this film. And it's not a very satisfying experience. And the other thing about the movie that really was irritating was that incessant, relentless jazz score that played songs like Ain't We Got Fun and Brother Can You Spare a Dime, and they're playing it at a 2-2 or 2-4 tempo. And that's to make everyone watching the movie we know that these people are really having a fabulous time up on the screen. And it's all sham. It's all faux. It's all fake and lies. Oh, my, 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 how I was distressed from this picture, and I was depressed when I walked out. Pretty, of course. Charming, a bit. Funny, not at all. Worth it, don't think so, Less Green light, no, no, no. Yellow light, not quite. Red light, Indubitably. Sorry. (laughs) That's my vote for the film called Miss Pedigree Lives for a Day. What can I say after that? You just rolled over me. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm giving it a yellow light. I think that the two leading actresses are very, very talented. I do too. By the way, Amy Adams, please don't play another one of these terminally adorable women. No more chirping for you, Amy. No. Amy Adams is so pretty and so talented and so poised on being a very big star. I certainly hope she or whoever is looking out for her waits for a good script. Well, we should say, Les, that she was terrific in Charlie Wilson's War, and she she was was not perky and she was not chirpy. So I know that she can do it. This was just an unfortunate piece of casting that came on the heels of that delightful and fun send-up of Disney movies called Enchanted. There, her perkiness worked beautifully. Here, it just becomes a riff on the same old thing that we've seen her do. That's all. Okay, yellow light from me for Miss Pettigrew Lives for a Day. Red light 
from Ann Elder. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.